0: Hi there, Dr. Gary here on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. Today's topic is appraising the real estate prior to a combination sale of dental office and dental building will give you a, a particular instance which happened, which is an interesting approach. Anyway, so as you know, we are in uh, 10 employees now. We're in multiple states throughout the United States. And we're available to you uh, 363 days a year, every day except Christmas and Easter. You can call us at 201-663-0935 or go to our website, dentalpracticeguide.com or, brokers.com. Just give us a ring. Be happy to chat with you. So, the information you're about to hear is all for entertainment purposes. It's not legal or business advice. But we do want to share it with you. If you're thinking about selling to a large DSO, please call us. Because we can assist you. And we know most of them, we know practically all of them that we deal with, and they're going through a lot of changes now, everything's tightening up a bit, so, and the margins are getting a lot closer, holding back more money, so it's a changing environment, and some of them are uh, consolidating, they're just closing up, some of them went out of business, um, but we can help you with uh, with each one of them, we've, we've work with many, many of them, and they pay Uh, They pay our commission on the vast majority of times. And when you work with us, we will uh, often get your legal fees reimbursed upon successful closing. So call us. We can explain that program that we have based on criteria, of course. Uh, But just give us a ring and we'll give you the whole rundown on everything about that. Now, the... um, And also the legal fees, as I explained, will take care of your legal fees, reimbursement, that is, upon successful closing. So let's get into this. Now, often um, there could be some confusion over the price of the real estate. That is, you can have an approximate, we try to approximately help give a guidance of what we feel the real estate is worth. But in the end, it's really gonna come down to the third-party bank appraisal. But how does a buyer give a letter of intent and they don't know the price of the real estate. I mean, you could speculate and get some feelings, but until you pay for a third party commercial MAI appraisal, it's hard to know. And the bank's only going to appraise it for what they think it's worth. So we have situations where the seller or it could be the buyer goes out and makes the appraisal, pays for an appraisal before they put their letter of intent. So on your letter of intent, you just can't write as per the bank appraisal because you haven't done one yet. You're better off coming in with a number. So if the seller doesn't want to appraise the property, um, it may be an idea for you to do it. So you can uh, put that on your letter of intent. Appraisal could be 1800 to $2,500. Uh, I have a situation now that the seller feels they're building is worth a lot more than the appraised value is going to come up with they're doing their own appraisal now that doesn't mean the bank will accept it but at least they'll give the seller a pulse for what the market is give the buyer a pulse what the market is and this seller will pay for that appraisal now the bank uh, will be charging the buyer an appraisal fee after the buyer gets approved for everything So you'll have the buyer appraisal fee from the bank, which is usually the gospel, and we listen to that. And you have the seller, uh, the seller's drawing up their own appraisal. Uh, That could be slighted a little bit because they're hiring the person. Or as with the bank, it's a third party. But still, uh, this is something to be considered. And that's what the situation is now. The seller is going out, paying for their own third-party appraisal. We suggest that they don't tell the appraiser what they think the practice is worth, but uh, give a candid viewpoint, and that's what you should get. Because usually that's what the bank appraiser tries to be fair. You know, sometimes you have a situation where you don't have anything close by to uh, compare it to, but they know how to do this. They've been doing this for a long time, and they'll find something comparable. All right? So that is an explanation of how you handle uh, creating a letter of intent without knowing the exact price of the real estate prior to the uh, uh, letter of intent. You'll put it on there. And it gives you something to work with. That's what it does. It gives you something to work with going forward. All right? So anyway, if you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button. You'll be alerted every time we have new activity going on. And we have, I think, 360 plus videos now. So hopefully you're learning something from all them. And uh, if you need advice, feel free to call us. We can chat with you at no charge. Thank you very much. Bye now.